The Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth said, If you will lose your life for my sake, I will help you find it. Amen. And you will find it. If you try to save your life, I will help you lose it. There's no other way than to trust and obey. I didn't miss the pipe organ. I love hearing my brothers and sisters sing a cappella and to sing praise to the Lord, understanding what they sing. May the Lord bless us to enjoy that musical part of our services as well. Amen. Let's open our Bibles to Psalm 18. Psalm 18. Oh, these are wonderful verses. And may the Lord Jesus Christ, by the grace and power of His Spirit, convict you of their truthfulness. This is the word of the Lord. And rather than kiss the book, let's read the book. Eight verses. Psalm 18, verses 19 through 26. Let us all stand together as we read these eight precious verses that teach us the power of a righteous life. Beginning at verse 19 of Psalm 18. Together. He brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands hath he recompensed me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord, and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his judgments were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was also upright before him, and I kept myself from mine iniquity. Therefore hath the Lord recompensed me according to my righteousness." according to the cleanness of my hands in his eyesight. With the merciful, thou wilt show thyself merciful. With an upright man, thou wilt show thyself upright. With the pure, thou wilt show thyself pure. And with the froward, thou wilt show thyself froward. Amen and amen. This is the word of the Lord. You may be seated. We believe that by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved, Amen. even as our brothers and sisters in the pages of Holy Scripture. Right. We believe that without the imputed, perfect righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall stand naked and filthy before God in that great day and be cast into hell. Amen. However, God has saved us to bear righteousness. He has worked in us both to will and to do of His good pleasure. And He expects us to work out our salvation with fear and trembling and hope because of the reward of this passage. Look at what it says. David, in verse 19, says, He brought me forth also into a large place. Did David's estate increase from being a keeper of sheep to king of Israel? From being youngest brother forsaken by his family? To having them serve him, he brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me from Saul, from Philistines, from Goliath, from all his enemies, because he delighted in me. 
Now, I often quote to you Psalm 37, 4, where it says that we are to delight in the Lord and that David delighted in the Lord. This speaks of God delighting in us. God delighted in David. How, did I, how do I explain delight when we're looking at Psalm 37, 4? We get excited about something. We love something. God gets excited and loves us and wants to show us favor when we keep his commandments and live a righteous life. Look at what that next verse says, verse 20. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. I must preach to you the whole counsel of God. I am not going to stand here every single Sunday and tell you that we're saved by election and we're the old Baptists and that's all there is. I'm going to also tell you that if you will live a righteous life, God will reward you according to your righteousness. Not according to the righteousness of Jesus Christ, but according to yours. Of course, you will not have any without His. His comes first. We love Him because He first loved us. But it's your righteousness. There's a reward, brethren. I'm going to open the treasure house of God's Word. And today's sermon is so simple. But I don't care. It's what God gave me for you. I'm going to open the treasure. I'm going to open the vault. And I'm going to pull out of the vault the rewards for a righteous man. The power of a righteous life. To you and your descendants. To you and your soul. To you and your storehouse. To you and your bank account. To you and your assurance of salvation. To you and what Jesus Christ will say to you in the great day that's coming soon. We'll open the vault and we'll look in there and take a brief glimpse. Because there's not enough time for a thorough glimpse. Because it's why the Bible was written to us. The secret things belong unto the Lord our God. But the revealed things belong unto us and to our children that we may do all the words of this law. And what do we get for doing all the words of this law? He will delight in his people. Amen. He will delight in them. Do you know how good it was in Israel when they were obeying? Silver was in the streets like rocks and stones. Right. They took over vineyards that were well-developed, wells well-dug, cities well-walled. God blessed them abundantly while they obeyed. But I want to tell you something the last words of this say. If you're forward with God, if you're perverse, disobedient, obnoxious toward the things of the Lord, it says with the forward, thou wilt show thyself forward. God will be obnoxious, perverse, difficult, contrary to you. This is the word of the Lord. But this is not a fear sermon. This is a vault sermon. We want to look in the vault and see the reward of verses 19, 20, and 21 as it goes forward. Look at that 20th verse. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanness of my hands hath he recompensed me. God pays. God pays well. He's the greatest paymaster in the universe. But brethren, we've got to have clean hands. Clean hands when it comes to the remote control. Clean hands when it comes to the radio in our vehicles. Clean hands with everything we do. And a clean heart. Clean eyes. Clean ears. Because he'll recompense us according to the cleanness of our hands. There's a reward for the righteous in the earth. You know I'm going to get to that verse, right? The righteous will know that there is a reward because sometimes they wonder. Oh, we're going to look at the good things that God has to offer to those that will be faithful to Him, that will trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy, because that's one of the blessings. He that will love life and see many days, what does it say? Depart from evil. 
and do good. Seek peace, and the Lord will reward. But look, can we say with David what he said in 21, 22, and 23? It's a load. Take a deep breath with me and let me read them to you again. 21 through 23. For I have kept the ways of the Lord, and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his judgments were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was also upright before him, and I kept myself from mine iniquity. Are there sins that easily beset you? Are there? You know there's sins that easily beset me. It's called mine iniquity. David prayed once for the Lord not to let presumptuous sin have dominion over him, but he also did everything he could to keep that sin away from him. Was David perfect? Do you love the word of God? We know David failed, but he confessed his sins and he returned to the Lord so he could still say these words. Can you say those three words? I hope that after this service that the Lord will be merciful to me and to you. You'll go out of here saying, I am going to say those words. Right. Have you ever heard a sermon and put his statutes away from you? I'll, I'll do everything else God wants me to do, but that's my little... I can't give on that. I'm too proud to give in to my spouse. I'm too full of lust to give away that little private fantasy that I have. I want this thing too bad, so I'm not going to submit to those that give me counsel. Do you put his statute away? Have you ever shove a statute away? You all do it. I do it at times. You do it at times. David said he didn't do it. All the judgments were before him, right in front of his face. And he wanted to keep them all. Look at the, what is the verse, what does the first word of verse 24 mean to you and to me? Therefore, because of my conduct in verses 21, 22, and 23, therefore hath the Lord, and here we get the same words over again, recompensed me. According to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands, in his eyesight. You know, we often quote that all things are naked and open under the eyes of him with whom we have to do. But the Lord is merciful with those eyes. And he looks upon his righteous with favor. And when they will confess their sins and turn themselves entirely to him, he blesses abundantly the power of a righteous life. Where does it say in the Bible that a man can have power with God? Did you hear it last Sunday? Does it say in the Bible that a man can have power with God? Am I justified in entitling a sermon the power of a righteous life? Jacob wrestled with God, and God changed his name because as a prince thou hast power with God and hast prevailed. We can prevail upon the God of heaven for your families, for your souls, for your storehouse. For everything in our lives. By being the righteous man. And I want all of that for all of you. And I want it for me. I want to claim all of your children in the Lord's name. Yes, I get moved by a 13-year-old that comes and sits in my living room for two and a half hours and shows a godly character. But I love my young people here more. And I worry about every single one of you, every single day of my life. And I'm nothing. There is no other way to live. I'm going to preach to men. I always preach to men. But the women should lay hold of this as well. You want to save your family? 
Here it is. The Lord will recompense you according to your righteousness. That verse, therefore, in verse 24, he's repeating what he said in verse 20. The Lord brought David forth into a large place for sure. And then verses 25 through 26 are four axioms. You know, you learn axioms in geometry. Do you remember some of them? Here's four axioms. If you're merciful, God will be merciful to you. You know, you can always get someone else in your sights if you want to. You can find something that they did to offend you. You want to be that way? You want to look for things and you want to hold somebody responsible for something that that hurts your feelings? God's going to do that to you. But if you're merciful, God will be merciful. If you're upright, God will show himself upright to you, keeping all of his promises and blessing you. If you're pure, God will be pure to you. But if you're forward, if you're obnoxious, if you're stubborn, if you're difficult, if you're contrary, God will be stubborn, obnoxious, difficult, and contrary to you. And when God turns to be your enemy, you're in trouble. And that's how it ends. There's eight verses, brethren. The power of a righteous life. I desire it for every one of you because God desires it for every one of you. And he sent me with this message today. Psalm 18.